to the Youth Ministry in Motion podcast. The show designed to keep youth workers motivated and youth ministries moving forward. Now, here's your host, blogger, speaker, and lover of nerd stuff, Paul Turner. Yeah, boy, what is going on? Super excited to be with you guys today. Uh, excited about getting things done today. Uh, hope you are as well, wherever this finds you. Um, and if you're brand spanking new to the podcast, I just want to say welcome in and say thank you for taking a chance on me and uh, tuning in. Uh, if you are uh, new, by the way, just feel free to enjoy uh, all the podcasts, all those things. But I also would love your feedback, especially if you're brand new. I would love to know what you think about the podcast. So just head on over to iTunes after you've done listening to this podcast and say, listen, uh, Paul, I'm going to go over there to the, uh, to the iTunes, look for Youth Ministry in Motion in the search there. And I'm going to write a little review, give you some stars, and uh, that will, of course, encourage me. It's a simple way to do that, right, to be uh, biblical and to say, look, encourage one another in the Lord. So just come on over and encourage me and say, uh, Paul, I really, really like what you do. A few stars, a little comment uh, would be great. If you're a uh, regular here, by the way, at the Youth Ministry in Motion podcast, uh, I would love for you to go over there. I know this is like your 10th time listening for some of you, uh, and you have not yet gone over there. Now, there's no guilt on you. There's no guilt, no shame here. But what are you waiting for? Go on over there to iTunes and leave me a review and say, listen, Paul, I want to tell you uh, good job, yay or nay. And you can give me one star or five stars or uh, whatever you want to give me. And uh, that's feedback as well. So anything you want to give me, I am wide open open to it. So, uh, but anyway, I've uh, been celebrating Lent, been enjoying the time, the season. I don't know if you uh, celebrate Lent or not, uh, but having grown up Catholic until uh, I was about 17 years old, uh, it was ingrained in me about the season. And I really, listen, I'm a, I'm a Pentecostal guy now, okay? Uh, in fact, I did a whole episode on my YouTube channel about this, about uh, being okay with being Pentecostal and, and taking and borrowing from other uh, uh, denominations and practices and things like that. And Lent has been one of those uh, ones that has stuck with me. Uh, I do try to do Advent as well uh, because I want to make the seasons special. I want to make uh, Easter special and I want to make Christmas special. I want to try to get out of the commercialism, all that kind of good stuff. And so I've been enjoying the Lent season. I've taught it to my students. I did Ash Wednesday with them. Super powerful stuff. Enjoyed doing that with them. And uh, so, um, so and listen, by the way, if you are interested, uh, this is not for you, maybe that are first timers. Uh, you know, you might need to get to know me first. But those of you who know me uh, through this podcast or through other means, if you're interested, uh, I have started a Patreon page, uh, patreon.com slash Paul Turner. And uh, I am offering uh, three different ways that you can get involved there. Uh, the first way is Team Turner. Team Turner is simply a dollar a month. You can say, Paul, I enjoy what you do. Uh, I am behind you. I am for you. And you just support me for a buck a month. That's just super simple, right? Uh, the second way you could do it is $3 a month. And that is uh, for Turner's tips. You're going to get some extra insights and behind-the-scenes stuff uh, that I do in ministry. And uh, that's only $3 a month. And then for those of you that are hardcore, now listen, big big number here, right? $5 a month. And you're actually going to get a free resource every month because I try to support uh, the youth pastors that don't have big budgets. They can't afford things. Uh, they lack support. They lack encouragement. 
And I'm trying to help those guys. And if you want to help me help them, or maybe you are one of them, listen, for $5 a month to get a little extra bonus, to get a little free resource every month, uh, stuff that I would normally, uh, that I, I would put up in my store and put up in my store, but you're going to get a little bit more. You're going to get that resource and something else. So it's a perfect way and a perfect time to get involved in it. So, all right. So let's jump into today. Uh, if you're keeping track here, this is, uh, I've been, you know, a while back, if you listen to a few uh, podcasts ago, I did a little series on the excuses we make as to why we can't do things and why we can't make things happen. And these are excuses that are killing our ministry. And I've gone through those each time in today's, no different. If you're keeping track, it's excuse number four. And this excuse is this, I don't have time. How many times do we say that in a day? I don't have time for that. I don't have time for this. You know, we say, we say, ain't nobody got time for that. Listen, if you want to get good at stuff, if you want to be good at ministry, if you want to be good at anything, you're going to have to make time to do certain things. And if you listen to the last episode uh, where it talks about self-image, you know, we can get better at things, right? Uh, but the question really is this. I mean, I mean, listen, do you really not have any time? Do you really not? I mean, listen, we're all afforded the same amount of time, right? 24 hours, right, in a day. Uh, some of you are in work, eight-hour work days. Some of you are in part-time vocational, and I'll address some of that. But let me first say this, that we all have the same amount of time. We're all given the same amount of uh, uh, time during the day, and how we use that time is critical as to whether or not we're going to be successful as youth workers or not, and how long possibly we stay in youth ministry. I've had the great benefit of... Uh, of learning, and uh, by God's grace, uh, having been in youth ministry now for 26 years, I've enjoyed it, um, and so I'm in different seasons of life. Uh, I'm going to be 49 this year, and uh, I'm still learning some things. I'm still learning how to get good at certain things, even things I don't want to get good at. So if I can do it, and I can find time in my day, in fact, somebody asked me uh, one time, Paul, how do you get done everything you get done? You have a podcast, you do YouTube stuff, you have a full-time youth ministry job, you got family, all these things. And listen, the bottom line, I'll do a show all about that, but uh, maybe how I use my productivity and my time and all that kind of stuff. And I'll give you a few insights in here today. Uh, but literally, it's about the time I use, how I use my time, right? Cutting out times of my day to do a podcast, cutting out times of my day to do uh, certain things. And so, you know, we all are afforded the same amount of time. The question is, how do we use it? So let's jump into this. First of all, if you are a volunteer or bivocational youth worker, listen, you have a task. You have, listen, you have a minimal amount of time to get a lesson or a message ready uh, while, you know, others who have full-time, you know, full-time ministries, maybe that's part of their job. But listen, you're a volunteer. And I want to tell you, uh, listen, you love the youth ministry, you love these kids, and sometimes you just feel like you don't have enough time to do anything well. Have you been there? Because I have, right? I have been there in the bivocation or volunteer, and I just don't feel, I'm working my other job, and I just feel like I don't have enough time to do things well, and it defeats us, right? It gets us down. And so in reality, you know, uh, I don't want to put any pressure on you. If you're bivocational, volunteer, but we all still have the same amount of time, right? And we're going to get into that. Listen, I understand you're doing all you can as a bivocational, volunteer youth worker, not paid, a little bit paid, whatever it may be. Listen, I would not feel one ounce of guilt because, listen, you can't do it all. 
You just can't. Even full-time youth workers can't do everything. I've experienced it where, listen, I'll have a whole day, and sometimes you still can't get some things done because of time, not just no time restraints, but how other people are asking you to invest your time. Uh, we all have family. We all have uh, you know, jobs, or we have this or that. We have other things we got to do. But listen, I don't want to put any pressure on you as a bivocational or volunteer youth worker, but you still have to use your time. If you want to do your passion, if your passion is young people, if your passion is to see young people come to know Christ, and listen, you have to, you have to use your time well also. So the key is doing what matters with the time that you have. Listen, you know, when I was really truthful, when I was bivocational part-time, I really wasn't great at balancing life work, okay? It was really just work. I just wanted to work, okay? If I had to do it over, I would spend my time differently as a bivocational youth worker. I would, I would spend more time, uh, I, let's put it this way, I would segment my time differently. I don't know if I would change anything. I think I would just change the balance of it, change the proportions uh, of it, right? As a volunteer or as a bivocational guy, I would have spent more time uh, connecting with students outside of church, right? I would not have made maybe the Wednesday night the whole thing. Um, I probably would have been texting students more to simply connect with them through whatever medium. Now, back then, way back when, it used to be MySpace, and when texting first came out, just to build relationship, just to say hi, do some of those things. And then the, the last thing I would do if I had to do it over again was I'd simply accept my limitations, and, and accept and embrace the grace of God and not beat myself self up over what I can't do, but simply do the things I know that I can do and do them well, and to do them as best as I can. To include kids in my life somehow, that was a part of my general stuff, like whether it's inviting a kid to, you know, or a kid or a couple of kids to go somewhere or do something with me and my family, or and I've done some of that before. It's not to say that I didn't do any of that. I simply would have balanced it uh, better, okay? But listen, if, if you are in that position of being bivocational or volunteer, you know, you can't necessarily do more, you know, but you can always be more, right? You can always uh, uh, help yourself, right, in ways such as listening to this podcast. There's other great podcasts out there, by the way. Uh, there's a podcast called After Nine. There's a podcast uh, called The Longer Hall, um, uh, you know, there's all kinds of great youth ministry podcasts. There's YouTube channels you can go to, uh, such as, uh, faith and whatever. Uh, there's guys, if you want to learn how to do certain things, uh, or just have good inspiration, there's a guy, uh, Delmar Pete has a good channel. Uh, Frank Gill, uh, does some things. He's got a, a, a podcast, I believe called 15 minutes with Frank. Uh, you know, those are all really good things. I mean, but how we invest in that, and these are things we can, it's not just like we sit sedentary and just, you know, do, you know, do one thing. We're all multitasking. Uh, we're all, you know, uh, as, as I heard, uh, one guy say, listen, we're all trying to fix the plane while we're flying it, right? We're all, we're all in the midst of doing the things that we're doing. And so my encouragement to you as a bivocational volunteer youth worker, there are some things you can do. Listen to the podcast, watch the YouTube channels, all those kind of things. The best way, listen, the best way to use time is intentionally. Don't let other people run you ragged, right? Stephen Covey used to say, listen, listen, we, look, if we, if we don't fill our calendar, somebody else will. If we don't segment our time, somebody will segment our time for us. And, um, Listen, remember more importantly, 
then your youth ministry knowledge, okay, and I, and I listen, I'm a big fan of self-education, uh, a big fan of growing yourself, all those things. And you may listen to the podcast already, and you may listen to watch YouTube channels. You may read blog posts. You may do all those things. I hope you are. If that's your passion, if you really want to get in with ministering with kids and all that, those are all really important. But even more important than that is your avail- ability to be available to kids, right? You Listen, once again, I'm not here to heap big tons of bricks on your back that says you have to do all this to be a great youth worker. You don't, Okay. It's all about your passion for what you do. Some of you are maybe trying to work out of your full-time job into full-time ministry. You're trying to go from part-time to full-time. Maybe you're not. Maybe you're a parent. Uh, you're a, you know, uh, uh, maybe a, a, a guy who has a career and you're a lawyer and you just want to work with the youth on the side. That's all great. And you have no intention of going into full-time youth work. And so really the key there becomes your availability. Uh, if you're available to talk eat and do life with students, listen, then you won't have to worry. You won't have to worry about it. You won't have to have enough time to do stuff that doesn't matter. You'll be investing your most important minutes face-to-face or text-to-text with kids. That's the stuff that matters. So that's the encouragement there, okay? If you're the, the, the part-time, full-time person, if you're trying to get into youth ministry, you need to spend some time investing in yourself through these various mediums, reading the book or watching the podcast or you know listening to the podcast or watching the YouTube video or whatever that is. Find out what you're, what you're not good at and look up those things. But if you're a career person and maybe you're, like I said, you're a mom or dad and look, your availability and really then you invest your time differently. You invest your time into loving kids, spending time with them when you can, having them over to your house, get them over there for dinner. Those are the things that are going to matter. It's not going to matter whether you listen to 20 podcasts, all these other things, all that stuff's going to go away. You know, those things change in time. What doesn't change is our connection. However we choose to connect. Uh, that's not going to change. We need to just connect and love kids. Now, let me talk to you, those of you that are full-time now. I'm I'm around to you guys, okay? Think about your day, how you spend it. Think about your habits. Think about your time wasters. If you're saying, I do not have enough time for that, um, I'm going to challenge that a little bit, okay? Because, listen, we are privileged. If you're full-time, We have the joy of serving full-time, and yet we waste tons of time on stuff that will not matter on earth or in eternity. Listen, we waste so much time on frivolous and trivia uh, that really we become aware that we're even losing kids, losing momentum, or even losing credibility. I mean, we're, you know, we, we can waste so much time doing stuff that doesn't matter. We're we're losing. We're 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 losing on multiple fronts. Uh, and the reason is, is because maybe we're not investing our time the way we should be investing our time. So how do we do this? How do we kill this excuse that I don't have enough time? What is the weapon of choice here? The weapon of choice here is discipline. It's pure and simple. There is no other alternative. It's simply hammer down and say, this is what must be done. If you are losing, once again, if you say, I want to I want to have a great youth ministry, I want to, I want, you know, I want to serve the Lord well, I want to, uh, listen, then it's going to require discipline. How you spend your time is a big part of that, a big part of success in ministry. Now, listen, if you're happy 
with your current lifestyle. If you are, listen, if you if you are happy with the way your way your ministry is, if you're happy, full-time people, if you're happy with the way that is, um, you know, where you get to uh, snub your nose at times and, and time and say, listen, time, I'm happy with the way things are, everything's going great, okay? Then listen, don't complain about your ministry. Don't complain how terrible it is. Don't complain how many kids you have. Don't complain, unless you're willing to change something, right? If you're happy, then there's no complaining. If there is complaining, then something has to change in the midst of that, right? It, whether it's a lack, it, whether, you know, if you're complaining about lack of kids, lack of vision, lack of passion, then listen, don't use the excuse that you don't have enough time. You have control over that, and you know what has to go in your time. And and that could be anything from stop binging on Netflix, right? Quit watching Game of Thrones all the time. Quit, you know, uh, listen, I'm not against these things, but we can't really literally have it all. If we want to have, you know, the ministries we want, then some things have to go. We have to stop the Netflix. We have to stop playing on the computer. We got to quit watching so many weird YouTube videos, you know? And once again, I'm guilty of these things. I'm not, listen, I'm preaching to me here. The deal is this, we got to quit so much time on the golf course. Now, listen, I have, I have the benefit of not going to the golf course very much, but man, that is like, for me, the four hours of the biggest waste of time I could ever spend. And I know, I know, listen, I know people love it, but I, listen, all, I lose my religion every time. I lose my religion is simply something I do not want to get better at. And yet every time I go out, people want to make me better at golf. I don't want to be better at golf. I'm going out here. I'm just, I'm out here because I love you guys and I want to be with you guys. But listen, I don't want to get better at it. Okay. (laughs) And listen, it doesn't, maybe you love golf. And if you love it, then go play, man. Just go crazy. Uh, Play every day if that's cool. But listen, if you're lacking in some areas and you're not happy with that, then some things have to change. You know, everything from watching too much TV to spending too much time doing other things that are not helping you that. So listen, I know too also that no work, uh, all work and no play makes Jack and Dawn boy, okay? I'm not against play or fun or any of those things. None of the things I've listed above, above is terrible. Uh, you know, for a time and a season, listen, you may have to put uh, some of this away so you can work on a skill that you need, right? If you're not happy with the way you're preaching, if you're not happy with the way you're, you know, learning something, if you're not happy with uh, how you lead games, you're not happy with certain things about yourself, listen, take a season off from some of these things that are time wasters and take that college course, you know, in person or online, you know, watch a bunch of YouTube videos about a subject, you know, join a community where you can skill build, Uh, seek out a mentor for extra help and encouragement. You know, take a class at the wire or the library on computers, what, whatever that may be for you, just choose it full-time person, you know, go ahead and do that. But listen, we don't have it. There's no, there's room for no complaining. If in fact we are wasting all the time and yet we're, we're complaining about the condition of our ministries. It's, it's a tough, it's a tough balance folks. It's just, it just is. Um, but listen, there are options available to all of us, Right. The question is whether we will accept the discipline to do it or not. Now, let me give you an example of kind of my days of how I do some things, okay? Mondays are super slow for me, and so I'm able to do certain things. I'm able to, uh, uh, on Mondays, I always connect with parents, and here's, here's the deal. Maybe it's about, and this is why I do this, theming out your days, right? You say, look, Monday for me 
that's my that's my connect day. That's when I'm 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 connecting with uh, parents on Facebook. Uh, that's where I'm uh, doing announcements for the church. Uh, maybe on Facebook, I'm doing graphics. Uh, I'm posting a pastor's message on on the website. All those kind of things. Um, you know, Tuesdays for me is more like a study day, right? It's the day before Wednesday, and I'm studying. I'm putting together uh, powerpoints. I'm uh, figuring stuff out for that. Uh, and every day, you know what? Every day has really become a connect day with kids. Um, you know, where uh, on Instagram especially. I don't, I don't think I was doing a very good job with connecting with kids on Instagram. And so I just started doing a daily thing, especially a Thursday thing. Thursday for sure would be like a post-Wednesday message of some things I forgot. But it's also I use it as a shout out for uh, to shout out to people who did a great job, to uh, focus on uh, some things in the message maybe, some practical things I may have missed, uh, and just encouragement. During this season of Lent, I've been on there every day uh, on our thing talking about the devotional I gave them. So I'm encouraging them to be, you know, use this time. But I'm using that time every day. It takes, uh, you only have, unless you're doing Instagram Live, you have one minute. And so I will do one minute conversations uh, where I'm just talking to them and saying, hey, that's it. I'm just, I'm in there, I'm in their feed because I I, I don't want to just be a Wednesday pastor. I don't want to be just a Sunday pastor. I want to be there every day. And they know Paul Turner, my youth pastor, cares enough about me to send me a message to encourage my life. That's just me. You have to do you, but I'm going to do me. But I use that time in the morning when I'm doing my, uh, you know, three mile walk that I do every day, all that stuff. I use that time for that. And, uh, and so I use all that time. Wednesdays are, uh, you know, more message prep, uh, uh, more getting things together, more physicality of setting room or whatever I want to do with that, special little projects, all that kind of jazz. Uh, Thursday, like I said, is, is a super connect day as far as uh, doing uh, social media with kids. Uh, and then Friday is an office day because I'm upstairs usually watching the office for about a half a day up in the office. So if you are able to theme out your days and say, this day is going to be this, this day. Now, look, there will always be crossover. There will always be some bleed over. But if you can section off or theme out your days to do certain things, it's going. you're going to capture back some of your time. Yes, it's going to require that we, you know, stop certain things or give up certain things, uh, you know, even stuff we love. But until you're able to balance that, or until you're able to, to learn that skill, maybe put some of those things away. Whether you're a bivocational volunteer or full-time, your time is what's going to matter most. And how we use it is going to be critical to the success of our youth ministry. So redeem your time, buy it back, or if it's been kidnapped, you need to go take it on that thing and get it back and say, I will hunt you down. I will kill everything that is stealing my time, that is jacking me up, that's causing me to lose sleep. I'm going to get that back by being better prepared. I'm going to get it back by learning a new skill. I'm going to I'm gonna get better at this, but I got to give up some things to do that. So um, that's really the key, guys. And and uh, I want to read you guys. I want to end here, if I can, with a, with a quote from Steve Jobs. And Steve Jobs said, your time is limited. So don't waste it living someone else's life. Don't be trapped by dogma, which is living with the results of other people's thinking. Don't let the noise of others' opinions drown out your own inner voice. And most importantly, have the courage to follow your heart 
and intuition. Now, those are great words. I would put in there not only to follow your inner voice, what you're built and designed for, but listen, don't drown out God's voice either because God wants to help us and lead us into the into redeeming our time to do great things with our kids, to make the maximum amount of impact with the time that we have, with the students he's given us, for the time that he's given us. And so that is it, guys. That is the crux of the matter. So I would love for you to go uh, and uh, go to iTunes, leave the review. Let me know what you think about this uh, session we've had here together. Uh, I appreciate you guys just listening in, being a part. Uh, if there's any way I can help and serve you, you can always visit uh, thedisciplesproject.net. Uh, my website there, and you can also uh, uh, catch me on Twitter at Paul Turner Two T O O, all those kind of places, or hit me with an email at thedproject@me.com. So that's it for today, guys. I appreciate you guys hanging out, being a part of today's podcast. And my hope is that this uh, podcast, Youth Ministry in Motion, I'm trying to keep you motivated and your ministry moving forward. Let me know if I'm doing that. Appreciate you guys so much. Have a great day, everybody. I'll catch you guys next time. Bye, everybody.